The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Masechet Ketubot has been dedicated by our dear friend Mr. Elliot Shasho. Hashem Yishmineu Vehayehu. May the Zikrut of the Limud of Masechet Ketubot stand for him that he should have Be'ajat Hashem, Ashana Tovam Borechet, Osher Ve'osher Ve'chavod, Shalom Bayit, Ve'atzlacha Be'chol Ma'asei Yadav, and Be'ajat Hashem may he continue to be a supporter of Torah and all holy uh, projects. Amen. Today's daf has been dedicated by Mr. Victor Gindi, Hashem Ishmeru V'chayehu, for continued Hatzlacha in all his uh, endeavors, continued success, Bidiut, health, happiness, and all good things. Amen. Today's daf is being studied by Mishmat Rabban ben Esther, Ruach Hashem Tenihinu Began Eden, Amen. Yosef ben Sarah, Hamim ben Adel, Sarah Bat Rahel Elna, Refanadahim, Betoch Shar Hulay Amo Israel, Amen. Today we begin the fifth perek of Masechet Ketubot perek Af Al Pi, starting with the Mishnah on Nun Dalid Amud Bet Af Al Pi Sheamru Betula Gova Matai Vamana Mane. Even though we learned in the previous perakim that a Betula collects two hundred zoos for a Ketubah, and an Almana a widow collects one hundred. If the husband wants to add to that price, <coughs> that's something what we call tosefet ketubah. Even if he wants to add a hundred mane, which is a hundred zoos, Yosef, he has the right to add. <coughs> and the Mishnah, the Gemara will tell us what exactly is the hidush in that, that the husband is allowed to add to the price of the ketubah. Nit almela or nit if the wife became either a widow, or nitgaresha, or she got divorced, ben mina irusin, ben mina nisuin, whether it's from the marriage, or whether it's from the irusin, gova et hakol. According to Tanakama, she gets everything. Which means not only can she have the claim on the ketubah per se, but she can also get the tosefet ketubah. Hidush of the Mishnah is that tosefet ketubah, according to Tanakama, <coughs> is collected already mishat. Irusin. Rabbi Lazar ben Azariah Omer, Mena Nisuin, Govai Takol, Mena Irusin, Betula, Gova Mataim, Valmana, Mane, Sheloka Tavla, Ela Almenat, the Konsa. Rabbi Lazar ben Azariah says that Mena Irusin, you only get Ikar Ketuba, which is 200 for Betula and 100 for an Almana. The Tosefet doesn't kick in until the Nisu'in because Al-Menat can, he wrote it, that what? Al-Menat, that it's going to be consummated in the marriage. Then he obligates himself to the uh, Tosefet Ketubah. But until that point, he's not obligated to pay. So if they get divorced from the Rusin, they only get, she only gets Ikar Ketubata, but not the Tosefet. Rabbi Yehuda Omer, Im Ratsa Kotev Lepetula Shetar Shel Matayim, if the husband wants, he can write her a Shetar Ketubah, for 200 if she's a betula, vi kotev, that she can write back a receipt, writing, et kabalti mecha mane. I received already from you 100. We learned this in a previous Gemara, where basically the wife is allowed to be mohelet, part of a ketubah, even though she didn't receive anything from the husband, but she could write him a fake receipt, so to speak, when the receipt it says, listen, I received to you 100 already. So therefore the husband is only obligated to pay now 100 when the time comes. U almana mane. 
Now let's say he writes his wife who's a Almana, Kituba for a hundred. Vihi kotev, and she can write back. It kabalti memecha amishim zuz. I received from you already fifty, and then she writes that in a receipt. And therefore, what he's really saying is she's being mohelat on the rest of the kituba. And the Mishnah says, at least according to Tanakama or the Biuda, that is legitimate. That she points out, vihi kotev, it afal pish shalon it kabela. Even though she didn't receive anything, she writes it in the style of a receipt, that as if she received. Mishnah concludes, Rabbi says, no, the betula gets 200, and the almana uh, gets 100, and you cannot diminish from that price, which means he doesn't accept the mehila. Um, <coughs> of the of the wife, and therefore, in such a case, uh, since the ketuvah now is not uh, two hundred, his be'ilot that he's with her is considered be'ilat zinut, which means the marriage is not considered a marriage. Which means once she's mohel, we look at it as if he never wrote her a ketuvah for two hundred, and once he doesn't write a ketuvah for two hundred from the inception, so therefore it's not a ketuvah, and therefore the be'ilah is be'ilat zinut, which is not considered a marriage. Comes the Gemara begins. Peshita, what do you need the Mishnah to tell me, tell me that the husband is allowed to add to the price of the ketubah? Which means, why would I think he shouldn't be able to add to the price of the ketubah? To the ketubah, I need the Mishnah to come and tell me. Imratzal Yosef Yosef. So the Mishnah comes along with Maudetem Kitsuta Avdu Rabbanan Shelo LeBayesh Et Misheen Lo Kamash Malam. So I would have thought. That what? That maybe the rabbis, they established a kitzbah, meaning kitzbah is a certain price, in order not to embarrass somebody that doesn't have. Which means now you're going to start adding tosefet to the kitzbah. Everybody has extra money to add tosefet. So I might have thought maybe the rabbis did a takana not to add to the kitzbah, in order not to embarrass Mishaenlo. Kamash ma'alan, that what? It is permissible to be mosif nonetheless. Now the, um, uh, the ran, learns from this uh, Gemara that when the husband writes the uh, Ketubah itself he doesn't have to put 200 uh, for the Ikar and then add plus you know this is this amount for the Tosef he says he's able to add the whole uh, price and write for example because um, <coughs> he wants to say if initially you were writing the Tosefet uh, separately, so it wouldn't be such a uh, busha, because it would be looked separately. But when you see the big number in the ketubah, I guess in the ikar uh, price of the ketubah, that's where already you would have of uh, havamir that would be embarrassment. Which means maybe the Ran is saying that could be uh, there was havamir to think that they were written on different shtarot. That maybe you're right there, two hundred on the ikar ketubah, and you have another, another document that says I'm adding yet to sefer. So then there was no busha because who sees that other document? But if you're saying that it was written all together, lumped into the original ketubah that they wrote, I'm giving you a five thousand uh, uh, payment, which includes ikar ketubah plus the tosefet. Now you understand the gemara's have. I mean, I would have thought that leads to busha because people see, oh, I can't afford this, such a the payment. Kamash malam, that's still you're able to uh, to write it. Uh, all together comes the Gemara continues. <coughs> okay, so the Mishnah said, if you want to add, you can add. The Mishnah does not say that if he wants to write in the Kitubah. All the Mishnah says is if he wants to add 
It just says if he wants to if it was I wouldn't have said that the Tosefet is considered part of the Ketubah. The Gebanah for the next daf is going to just prove that Tosefet Ketubah follows the same rules and guidelines as the Ketubah itself. So that she just says, if the Mishnah would have said, uh, So then as she says, I would have looked at the Tosefet Ketubah, I would have said, hey, it's just a gift. But it doesn't have the status of Ketubah. When you use the word Lehosif, it's mashma. It's adding on what exists already. Mashma nosaf ala ketubah so therefore the Lashon de Hosif is it's an addition to the original Ketubah and therefore it's following the same Dinim that Ikar Ketubah follows that's the words that we're learning from the Mishnah de Hosif the conditions of the Ketubah one of the conditions of the Ketubah is Tosefet um that's considered that he has a right to be Mosif. Uh, Mizonot uh, also is considered a Tanai Ketubah. Binin Dichrin, all those different Takanot that we learned earlier in the Masechet that are considered Tanai Ketubah. So they follow the same status as Ketubah Dame. Nafkamina. What's Nafkamina? So Gemara now gives a host of Nafkaminot. Number one, Lemocheret. Ulmochelet. She sells her ketubah or she's mochel the ketubah rashi. Mocheret ketubata or mochelet ketubata mahla umakra etakol. Which means <coughs> the sale is, everything is included. The fish shakol karui ketubah. Velo amnir no mekli ketubah ela mene matayim. So the lady sells the ketubah, we say whatever is called ketubah is sold. Since she said I'm selling the ketubah. And therefore, the Hadush of the Gemara is that Tosefet is also considered Ketubah. You shouldn't think that when she sells the Ketubah, she's only selling the Ikar, the 200 or the 100 pennies. No. Ketubah is everything, and therefore, Nafkema, she's Mohela, so she's a Mohela Ketubah. She can't come along now and say, well, I want the Tosefet. No, 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 you are Mohela Ketubah. Mohela Ketubah means everything. And tonight, Ketubah is considered Ketubah. Another Nafkamina, Le Moredet. Moredet, as she says, the Tambe Perkina, Moredet al Baala. They have a uh, wife that she's rebellious. Let's say she doesn't have tashmish with the husband. So difference is considered moreded. So pohatin la miktubata. So as long as she stays a moreded, there's a certain formula that you keep on diminishing from her kitubah. As long as she remains rebellious, keep on taking away, you chip away from her uh, kitubah. Ad matayu pohet. Well, how much? Until, until she, she owes you money? How far, how far do you go? Ad keneged kitubata. So until the value of the ketubah. So that she says, Don't think you only chisel away from the maneu matayim. Including the tosefet. Right? Again, the point is that the tosefet is considered like a ketubah itself. And therefore, let's say it's a thousand now. Right? So therefore, as she remains a moreh, they keep on knocking down, being pohet from the, from the thousand, not from the two hundred. Next case. Which means, let's say she is um, uh, claiming 
The husband claims that, let's say, uh, he paid the ketubah, and she's claiming that she received part of the ketubah. And she didn't receive all of the ketubah, she received a part of it. So the deen is over here, she has to make a shivwa. She has to make a swear that uh, she received only part of it. The husband's saying, I paid you all of it. So she says, which is, if let's say there's a claim on the Tosefet as well. She says, I got a dinar towards my Tosefet. Just like she has to make a shivwa on the Ikar Ketubah, she has to make a shivwa on the Tosefet Ketubah. I mean, if the husband said, I paid you the whole Tosefet, she comes and I only say, I only got a dinar from the Tosefet, she must make a shivwa that she only got uh, that amount. Let's explain in English the literal word of pogemit. Pogemit is a uh, woman who impairs her to ketubah. Impairs a ketubah. Okay, so impairing means that she's saying that she only got paid uh, part of it. Okay. Ultobat. What's tobat? So that she says, Shamru hakamim tobat ketubah. Bebetin en la mezonot. We learned in the previous period that once the lady is tobat, she claims her ketubah betin, she loses the mezonot from the estate. So once she claims even the Tosefet Ketubah, she also loses the Mezonot. So it's similar in that sense as well. Okay, there's certain ladies that are going against the Dat, going against the Halachot, where the husband has a right to divorce her. Overet al Dat, she's going against the, the rules, the laws. So it says the husband can divorce her, does not have to give her a Ketubah. She also loses the Tosefet as well. When the Mishnah says later on that is it's also including the Tosefet as well that she also loses. The next thing, Leshebah. Now, the law of Sheva is appreciation. Now, what's the law of appreciation? So that she says, We have a law that the firstborn, he receives a double portion, right? From the estate of his father, firstborn. So the law is, he doesn't receive a double estate on the appreciation of the estate after the father died. Which means if let's say the value went up, he doesn't get it. Once the father dies, that's it. The price is the price. If it went up subsequently, that the 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 the, 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 the doesn't get the double of, of the appreciation. No, for example, let's say the husband set aside a field for the ketubah of a certain uh, value over here, and now it appreciated, so she doesn't get that appreciation of the field after the husband dies. So the sheva also, let's say he established the the the, the Tosefet on a certain property, and then let's say they appreciate it. She doesn't get that appreciation if it appreciated after the husband died, just like the ketubah itself. Lishbu'ah. Okay, it's equal to the law of shivu'ah, which means whenever you have to swear in a case of a ketubah, the same law would apply that you have to swear for the Tosefet ketubah as well. What's the case? So she gives us a few of them. Lishbu'ah. Lechol mili de ala ketubah. In all cases where the Hakamim mandated you have to swear, Kegon, Right, let's say she got paid the Ketubah Shelo Befanav, not in front of uh, not in front of uh, him. So in that case of this she has to swear that she didn't get the Ketubah, because he's not there to defend. She's coming along now, not in front of the husband, 
And she wants to get paid to keep the So they make her swear, swear that you didn't get paid yet. Now the husband's not there. So therefore she has to make a shivwa. Furthermore, if she wants to get the tosifet, she'll be fanav. She also have to make a shivwa before she takes the money. Or you have a case where, let's say, one witness comes along and says the ketubah was paid. So she has to come along now, and if she wants to get paid, she has to make a shivwa as well. For who are if she did one, one witness comes along and says that uh, she got paid the tosifet. Furthermore, if let's say she wants to get paid from the Khasim Shu'badim, from liens, but she wants to take a ketubah from properties that were sold already, so she has to make a shivwa as well before she takes that. She wants to take it from the ads of the Yatumi. We'll learn later on. All these cases over here, she needs a shivwa. So the Tosef also needs a shivwa. Now, she over here has a question, and that she says that. Um, we learned already earlier a similar uh, case, that's the case of Pogemet, where the lady, just like she has to swear, if she comes along, uh, the husband says, I paid you to Ketubah, she comes along and says, I only got uh, part of it, so therefore she has to make a Tosefet. So therefore, Pogemet uh, is really included in this Nafkamina, uh, because she also has to swear on the um, on the Ikar Ketubah. So the, the Rashi's question is, why did they put Pogemet in a separate category? Pogemet is really a case where she has to make a Shivwa, so it should have been included in the Shivwa category. You didn't need to separate Pogemet from the case of Shivwa. So uh, she answers that uh, I would have thought that maybe if she's only Pogemet Ikar Ketubah, that's when already we make a swear on the Tosefet. But if she was claiming, let's say, only on the Tosefet, I might not have thought that she has to swear on Ikar Ketubah. So therefore the Gemara comes along as to put Pogemet separately to come and tell me that even if she's Pogemet Dafka on the Tosefet, which means she's coming along and saying, I didn't get the, uh, you know, the full amount of the Tosefet, she has to swear, not only in the Tosefet, we make a swear, uh, uh, her payment of the Ikar as well. Next up coming is Vinish Vi'it. What's the case of Shavi'it? Well, Shavi'it is the Shemitah. We know that at the end of Shemitah, all loans are cancelled. That's the law of Shemitah, Kesafim. Now, the law is that when it comes to a Ketubah, let's say the Ketubah was due at the end of Shemitah, it is not Meshamit, which means the husband must pay the Ketubah. So just like he must pay the Ketubah, he also must pay the Tosefet Ketubah as well. Shemitah does not affect the, or cancel out, let's say, the debt of the which means, let's say a person writes all his nechasim, all his... V'nechotev ko nechasav lebanav, where he writes all his nechasim to his children, period. Now what's that? This is the, uh, already the tenth... Uh, similarity, so that she says, Let's say before he does, listen, I'm designating you, you're getting this karka over here for the ketubah. She accepts it. So then already, Avda ketubata. She loses the ketubah. Once she accepts that karka for a ketubah payment, even if it's less than the normal ketubah, she has to take it from there. So that she says, Who I did to save the ketubah? The husband comes along and says, I'm giving all my assets to my children, and you're going to get your to save it from uh, this field over here. And she accepts it, so therefore she has no. Uh, she had no choice. Furthermore, the Gbot Menakarka, just like Ketubah payment, where is it paid from? The Ketubah payment is paid from real estate. So too, the Tosefet is paid from real estate. Umin Ziburit is paid from the inferior property. Which means, not only is it paid from property, but it's paid from the grade, uh, 
grade C properties so to tosefet as well. The whole zeman shei bebet aviha. Oh, which means we have a law like this that so long as she does not leave her husband's house, as long as she's living in the husband's house, she can claim her ketubah forever. Which means a hundred years later, she can still come along and claim her ketubah. However, the law is once she goes back to her father's house, she only has 25 years to claim ketubah. Once 25 years pass, it's like the statute of limitations. Then already she cannot claim the ketubah anymore. So it's similar to the Uwad in the Gabet Tosef. Let's read Rashi. Kozeman shi bebet aviyatran banose kozeman shi bebet ba'ala. So long as she's still living, she's a widow. But she's living by her husband's house. Bemeshech al-menuta kova ketubata le'olam. Dekozeman shi bebet aviyatran banose kozeman shi bebet ba'ala. She moved her father's house. Shelo ayu ovdim ota. Ayatumim, let's say the Yatumim were not uh, serving her, Velozaninota, they weren't uh, giving her Mizonot, she went back to the father's house, so she's supporting herself. Right. She only gets 25 years to claim. If she keeps quiet 25 day, years in one day, she loses the Keturah the same law applies to Tosefet. The Gemara continues and gives us the last Nafkamina, the 14th. That just like the boys inherit their mother's ketubah in the event that the wife died. So the wife dies, who inherits her? The husband. Then the husband dies. So that Yerusha is divided equally to all the children. However, the children of the wife, they receive, besides their portion, they receive their mother's Ketubah payment. Mm-hmm. Furthermore, they also receive the Tosefet Ketubah. So the Benin Dechlin law, Ketubah and Tosefet Ketubah is equal as well. And now the Gemara comes along and brings uh, four different Mahlokot, the different cases that the rabbis of Babel argued. First case, <coughs> Itmar, we learned. Ketubat benin dechrin. Regarding the ketubah of benin dechrin, right? That's again, that's the ketubah that the boys inherit from their mother when the father dies. Pompedita amri, rabbis of Pompedita say, They do not take the payment from Mishabedeh, which means if let's say the father sold property, they cannot go to the seller of the property and take it from them. They can only take it from assets that are available. They don't go to Mishabedeh. There's no liens. Why? So the Gemara says, Yartum Tenan. Because the language that it says in the Mishnah by Benin Dechrin, it says they inherit. And just like an inheritance is only from property that's available, you don't inherit uh, to go now take properties that were sold. So to Benin Dechrin, it's not taken from Mishabedeh. Right, the language was Inun Yartun. Kesef ketubatech v'yirusha lo tarfa lekuchot. Yirusha is not taken from the lekuchot. However, benem matam machsaya amre. The rabbis of benem matam machsaya say tarfa mimishabedeh. Indeed, they take from even properties that were sold because their text was yisbun tenan. What is uh, yisbun? Yisbun means uh, they will take. 
So Lashon Yizmun, they will take, as Masra, they will take not only what's available, they can go take even properties that were sold, meaning there's a lien on those properties, and the Benin Dekhni can be taken even from those properties. Vilcheta, what's the bottom line regarding this question? Lo Tarfa, they cannot take from properties that were sold, because indeed, Yartun Tenan, the proper text is Yirusha, and it follows the same guidelines as a Yirusha. Next question that was in in, in the next query. Metaltele, let's say you have metaltele, which means you have movables. The itnu bainayu, which means let's say the husband before he died, he designated certain movables for the ketubah of his wife, and they're still around these uh, movables over here. So everybody agrees. Beloshivua. Everybody agrees that she can take her ketubah from the movables, and she does not have to make a, a shivua, which means normally when a lady comes to get paid from the yitumim, the halakha says she has to make a shivua before she gets paid. Why? Because we're concerned that maybe she's getting paid twice. Maybe the husband already designated for Amital Talim. Now she's come to the Yitumin to get paid. So say, hey, listen, lady, you want to get paid from the Yitumin? Swear that you didn't get paid before. However, um, now in this case over here, she doesn't have to worry. Why? Because we see the Amital Talim here. There's no other Amital Talim, which means when the, when, the, when, the, when the goods that the husband designated are still around, she can get paid from the metatel according to everybody and does not have to make a shivwa. So let's read again. Metal tele vi'itni hu bi'inayu when they're still around, they're there below shivwa. Oh, the question is like this. Litni hu bi'inayu, which means, let's say the husband designated metal telin, but uh, they lost. You can't find them. Pompedita amre, the rabbis of Pompedita said, below shivwa. Uh, you shouldn't have to swear. Why? Because you can assume like this. We know that he designated Metal Talim, and we know he got lost. So you don't have to assume that maybe he set up an insurance of other Metal in case these got lost, and therefore she took the other Metal now she's coming to get paid twice. You don't have to assume that. If you know already that he designated Metal Talim, and Metal got lost, you could assume that these were the only ones that were designated and she didn't get her ketubah. Therefore, when she comes to get from the yetuim, she does not have to swear that she did not get paid yet. They say, no, you got to swear. You know why you have to swear? Because you're right, these metatlin got lost. But you have to suspect that maybe the husband put aside other metatlin in case and she took her ketubah from those metatlin. So when she's coming to the yetumim, she has to make a... Shivua and comes the Gemara and says, "Vilcheta, what's the halacha? Belo shivua. Okay, does not have to make a swear if the metatalin got lost. Now we go to the third case, the la ara. Let's say the um, husband designated for his wife for the ketubah real estate. Be arba'a masranaha. He uh, delineated the four borders." The four mitzarim, the four borders of the uh, field, he uh, delineated them. Okay? Uh, so there the deen is, below shivua. So everybody agrees that she, when she goes to get paid from the yetomim, she does not have to make a shivua, because once already he designated the field so clearly, where the borders are, you don't have to assume that he also designated metaltilin, and that she took it from the metaltilin that she's trying to get double paid. When he clearly marked the field and says you take it from this point to that point on all four sides, you can assume that that is indeed the uh, ketubah, that therefore, um, 
You don't have to assume that she took metaltalin. Now, behad misra, oh, but let's say the husband, although they, when he designated his wife a field, he only put the marker for one side. He didn't designate the whole field, he only gave the, uh, the, 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 uh, the delineation on one side. So, which means, again, once already designated field, even on one side, we could assume that he did not also give her metal to him. Therefore, she's not getting double paid. Therefore, she's not to make a shivwa when she takes from the yitrim. Because since he did not delineate exactly all four sides of the field, which means he really didn't delineate an exact spot where she could take her ketubah from. So you have to suspect that what? That maybe put aside metaltali for the ketubah. Maybe she took the metaltali. Now she's coming to the yetomim to get double paid. So therefore the deen is she has to make a shivwa if she wants to get paid. Vilcheta below shivwa. Yavara says in this case we do not make her make a swear even if he only delineated a field with one marker comes the fourth case where we have the mahloket Amar le'edim okay, guy tells the witnesses kitvu v'hitmu v'havule good, a guy tells a uh, witnesses write a shtar, for example say shtar matana I want you to write a, a star that I want to, I want to give a gift to, to so-and-so. Vihitmu, and uh, sign it. Vihavule, and give it, uh, give it to so-and-so. Kanumine, if let's say the Edim made a Kenyan, which had to make a Kenyan, they made this example Kenyan Sudar, which means they went to the vine, the cellar, they, lived, they shook hands, they took a handkerchief, and the handkerchief was like the, 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 the Kenyan that, what, that transfers the field already from the buyer to the seller. So therefore they made a uh, Kenyan uh, Sudar. So everybody agrees, Lord Sarich in Luchebe. They don't have to ask them, when they're ready to write the star, do you still want us to write the star? They don't have to go take consultation. Again, the guy told them write the star. Okay, now, 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 now they made a Kenyan. Now they're about to write the star. They don't have to go back to the guy and say, listen, by the way, you still want to uh, go through with this? Right. Nothing to talk about. They made a Kenyan already. Once you made a Kenyan, it's over. So you don't have to go now in, in Luke and ask them if they're still uh, interested. However, look, Anumine, which means he told them make up a star. Right? But he didn't make a Kenyan. He did not make a Kenyan. So now we have a Mahlokin. Popedita Amru. Lord Sarikh Im Lukebe. You don't have to. Uh, uh, ask uh, uh, him again which is you don't assume that he changed his mind once he told you to write the start you can assume that he still wants you to write the start which means since he still could retract because the Kenyan was not made so therefore when you're about to give over the start and uh, make the Kenyan you have to ask him to make sure he still wants to uh, he wants to uh, follow through so that's the fourth mahlok have to ask him before they write the stuff. Since the Kenyan was not many, listen, if he, if he backs out, he has a right to back out still. I mean, nothing was confident. Just because he said write the stuff doesn't mean anything. And he didn't make a Kenyan yet. So therefore, the witnesses, before they write the stuff, they have to go back to listen, you, you make sure we're going to write it now. You're still uh, interested? He says yes, then of course they are. But if he says no, then no is no. But you have to go back to, to, to clarify. Comes the Gemaran, continues from a quote of our Mishnah, Bil Azar bin Azariah. So we had a mahluk between Tanakama and the Bil Azar bin. Azariah, what was that? That was the Gabay when a person, let's say, gets divorced in the Nisu'in. So the, uh, we said what? Gove etakol. 
which means at that point when it's from the Nisuin, he gets paid. He has to pay on everything, which means ben to ben ketubah, ben to sevet ketubah. However, irusin it's only two hundred and one hundred, which means it's the ikar ketubah. Okay, that was the opinion of uh, actually uh, the ones that argued. No, that was the Biyaz Abel Azariah. Men in Nisuin Kol, he argued on Tanakama. Tanakama said, even in Irusin, you get paid uh, everything. Okay, so that's the Mahlongas. Let's review the Mahlongas. Tanakama says, what? Men in Irusin, Ben Tosefet, Ben Inkar Ketubah. The Biyaz Abel says, no. Men in Irusin, Davka Ketubah. Men in Nisuin, you're only getting, taking Ketubah. You only, Men in Nisuin, then you take everything. Ketubah and Tosefet Ketubah. So now comes the Gibran says the following. Itmar Rav Rabbi Natan. We have a Mahlokir amongst the Amoraim. Who's the Mahlokir between Rav and Rabbi Natan? Had Amar Rakaik Rabbi Azam bin Azariya. One Rabbi says, Why? You go like Rabbi Azam bin Azariya. What? That come in Nisu'in Goveta Kol. Had Amar, Ena Rakaik Rabbi Azam bin Azariya. Meaning, but from the Irusin Goveta Kol. So now the Gemara is going to try to figure out who said what. You just have over here two rabbis. You don't know who said what, who holds like what. So the Gemara was saying, "Tistayim derabi natan hu deamar alakha kerabi alazab bin azariya." We could assume that indeed it is the binatan that held alakha like the binazab bin azariya. This shamina nil the binatan, because we found in another place that the binatan subscribes to the opinion of what the azil batar umdina that he goes after what's called in umdina. Now, what is umdina? Umdina means that binatan uses the concept where you could uh, uh, estimate what the person is thinking, and therefore in this. Mishnah, that's what really the Bin Azad is using. He's using what's called an umdina. What's the umdina? A husband is not giving over the Tosefet Ketubah until he's married. He's not giving Tosefet just for the engagement. He always, he's giving al-da'at that it's consummated. So therefore we can assume that the Natan holds that logic where you, you, know, you assume what the guy is thinking. Because we see in another halakha that the Natan uses this concept of what the person is thinking. Where do you see that? Damar binatam. We see by the binatam, what does he say? Halakha kenabi shim'on shizure bamsukan. Halakha falls abhi shim'on shizure by a case of a misukan. Misukan is somebody that is deathly ill. Guy's a hole, he's about to die. He comes along now and tells his witnesses, do me a favor, write a get for my wife. But he doesn't say give it. He forgot to say give it. So now you say, wait, maybe you just said write it to have it, to have it in the wings. But no, you know, uh, do you give it or not? So the Binatan says you assume that he just was so overwhelmed by his uh, imminent death that he forgot to say uh, give the get. So therefore they give the get to the wife. Now you, what can you assume? Because we're talking about a case where the guy doesn't have children. And therefore he doesn't want his wife to fall to Yiboom. So therefore even though he didn't say Tenu, you say that uh, that's what he meant. You, you can assume it. The Gemara gives a different example that Tanakama holds. Tanakama holds that a case, let's say a guy goes on a business trip. So before he goes on a business trip, he tells the witnesses, go right again and give it to my wife. No, he didn't say give it to my wife. But we could assume that since he's going on a business trip, he doesn't want to leave his wife in Aguna, just in case he's not going to come back. He's going to Medinat Yam. So therefore, even though he doesn't say Tenu, you can assume that he's saying Tenu. And the Binatai goes a step further, that even a Hole, that he didn't say Tenu, Umdana, so therefore the Binatan is the one that subscribes to the Shitab Umdana. Therefore, he must hold like the Bin Azar. Ben Azariyad and all sorts of umdina that what that a husband is not being mishabed his uh, 
um, his uh, uh, tosefet until the actual nisuin. Now, ubitrumat maaser shel demai. Okay. Also, we follow the bishim on shizuri. This is the binatan talking. Not only about the misukan case, not only by the danger case where the guy's on his deathbed with the get. But on a totally different subject, the Minatan says we follow the Bishim on Shizuri the Gabe Tirumat Maasir Shil Demai. Okay, what is that case of Tirumat Maasir Shil Demai? So let's analyze it. Let's review what is Demai. Demai is a guy buys fruit from a Ama'aris. Okay, now even though we say Rov Ama'aris Maasrinin, the majority of Ama'aris Maasrinin, but there's a mi'ut that do not take ma'asir. Therefore, the halakha says, Rabbi say, if you buy food from a uh, ama'aris, you have to take ma'asir. Now, what type of ma'asir do you take? Well, you have to take two ma'asir. You have to take ma'asir. Ma'asir goes to the uh, levi. Uh, now, that ma'asir that goes to the levi, the hakamim allow you to eat it. Because really, ma'asir levi, we learned uh, in the, early in the masikhet, even if Israel eats ma'asir levi, it's okay. Yeah. Now, why don't you have to give it to the levi? Because I can come to the levi, I'm the Israel, I can come to the levi and say, who said he didn't give ma'asir yet? So therefore, I'm able to eat it myself. Because if it's not ma'asir, for sure I can eat it myself. And if it is ma'asir, I can also eat it. And therefore, the devi, the onus of proof is on him that this fruit over here is not me'usar uh, yet. So they, okay, so I take my ma'asir. I also have to take what's called turumat ma'asir. That's ma'asir min ma'asir. I have to take 10% of that, and that belongs to the queen. Now that I can't eat. That I cannot hold. That, the only option is to give it to the Okay, that is Kedusha of only the Kiyuna. Oh, so now what happened? Let's say my Tirumat Ma'asir, in this case, we got mixed up with Hunin. Oh, now I'm stuck. Because now it's called Meduma. When this gets mixed up with Hunin, now the whole mixture becomes Asur. So what am I going to have to do? I can't eat it. Because there's Tirumat Ma'asir in there. It can only go to a Kohen. So you say, you sell it to a Kohen. Problem is, I sell it cheap. Because oh, since only a Kohen can eat it, who's Tahor, so therefore there's not too many customers. So therefore he buys it cheap. So therefore it's going to cause me a Hefsid. So Rabbi Shimon Shizuri says, in such a case with the Tirumat Ma'asir that you bought from an Ama'aris, and you took Ma'asir, you took Ma'asir and Ma'asir, and that Tirumat Ma'asir got mixed up in, uh, in Hunin, then you could assume that what? That the, that the Ama'aris did take Ma'asir, and if you don't have to sell it to the Qur'an for a loss, and we let the fellow eat it himself. He's being lenient when that you could assume that the Ama'aris did take the Ma'asir, the Gabir what? With the Tirumat Ma'asir, got mixed up. Let's read the top Rashi to see this all inside now. Ubitrumat maaser shil demai mishnai b'maseket demai trumat maaser shil demai shehazra limkoma. It went back to its place when it got mixed up with hulin. The asra etahulin mishum medumar mishimon chizuni omed af pehol, which means even on the weekday. We'll see why he says even on the weekday. That she's going to tell us because the case before was talking specifically only on Shabbat. The case before in Masechet Demai. So therefore, in this case over here, it mentions even on the weekday. What do you do? Shu'alul amaris. You go ask the amaris. Shilakach emena pirot aralu. You can ask me, Mr. Amaris, that I bought the food from. Did you take maaser? And whatever he says. You believe him. The Ochlan Alpiv. Im Amar Efrashti Maserotav Keraui Ad Shalom Mechartim Nechaf. He says, I gave my Masot correctly before I sold it to you. Somech Alav. Why? The Oil Medrabanan, who the whole thing is Medrabanan, it's Umrah. Him Hinu Rabbanan Bimkom Peseda. The rabbis believe the Amar is in a place where it's going to be a financial loss. Now, why is it going to be a financial loss? Kiacha. Sheinu Tekanan Lazurul Lafish Elul Mukhal Kuanim. The only option you can do is sell it to the Kuanim. Bidme Teruma. 
but you have to sell it uh, for the value of Tirumah So therefore, the, the second Hadush, which is really not germane to our Gemara, we're just calling the Binatan. The Binatan, he held like the Bishram and Shizuri in two cases. Number one is the case of Umdina. He could assume when a guy's on a debt, but he said, you know, right to get, even though he didn't say give it, you could assume that he meant give it. And he also holds in the case of Demai, Tirumat, Ma'asid, that got mixed up in a mixture, and then you're going to suffer a said so you can go back to Amar and ask him, did he take Ma'asid or not? And if he does, he did. Go ahead and eat it, and we're not going to make you sell it for a law. So therefore, the Binatar is the one that holds with the Umdana. So now it's Mashma. That Rav doesn't hold of Umdana because the Ma'alam was the Binatan and Rav. So therefore, you're putting the Binatan like the Bin Azam and Azariah that says that the guy's logic is he doesn't want to give over the uh, Tosif until he gets married, which is we, we, uh, we analyze the guy's brain. So it's Mashma Rav doesn't hold like that because Rav is going against the Binatan. So the Gibran says, Rav doesn't go with this Umdana, we don't calculate what the guy is thinking. Okay, we have a case like this. You have a matenat shechiv merah. What is that? You have a star matana that was written by a guy that's about to die. Shikatuv ba kinyan. That's also written in the star that he made a kinyan, for example, kinyan sudar, to give over this property. Now, let's discuss these two items. When a person is dying, his words... The words of a shechid have the validity and the weight of a shtar as if it's written and signed and sealed. That's what the rabbis gave a, uh, a, 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 a credence to the shechid words. Now, let's see you have a shechid that said the following. I want this property to go to so-and-so for matana. Now, that would be enough. Already we're bound by the Shechid words. If it's written document, you've got to give over the, uh, the, the shtar. You've got to give over the property. But now even better... What happened is, he comes along and says, not only that, but I made a Kenyan Sudar and I transferred the uh, assets that I'm talking about to so-and-so. So he has uh, two things he's dealing with. He's, he's using his Shkiv Mirah power, and he's also saying that he uh, did it with a Kenyan. So now we have to analyze what's taking place. What does he mean by this double... Uh, double Kenyan, so to speak. So the Gemara says, "Bebe Rav, b'shemet Rav." I mean, the Beit Midrash of Rav. In the name of Rav, they said, "Arkebe atere rikshe," which means the Shchimera is riding on two horses. Which means he said it in order to reinsure that. The sale is a sale. Meaning, he means both. Which is, he wants to use his Shkiv Merah powers, and he also wants to say that he uh, insured it also with a Kenyan, which means the sale is a sale. He's just saying both in order to, you know, to strengthen the, uh, the transaction, that whatever field he's talking about will be transferred to, uh, to, 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 to that person. Good. So he's using his Matanat Shkiv Merah, which is verbal, and he's using his matanat bari, matanat bari, which is through the kinyan that he made, that he's claiming that he made with the kinyan, so that to transfer the property. So he's riding on two horses, which means for extra, extra strength. Shemuel looks at it much differently. Shemuel Amar lo yadana mai edunba. He says, I don't know how to analyze it. Though I say it's a shiv gift, or it's a gift. Like a healthy person that made a kinyan. And there's different nafkaminot. 
if you look at this item as a shechid mina item or a matana item, it's there's, there's not coming off. So the Gemara says, Bebe Rav Mishemi De Rav Amre in Rav's bit midrash they said, Arkebe Atre Rikshe. The guy wants to ride on two horses, which is he wants the strength of both Kinyanim. Meaning, mm-hmm. He wants both Kinyanim uh, to uh, exist. Now, what's the Nafkamin? Al Gibran says, Let's review some Halachot over here. Let's take a guy who is a Shkiv Mera, who says, uh, I want uh, this field to go to so and so. So we say, What? It's like sign, seal, done. Now the guy makes a massive recovery. Now he's healthy again. He's able to come along and say, what? He's able to come along and say, nullify. I only wanted that day. I only invoke my Shechim Merah rights if he's going to die. But if he makes it, he's allowed to retract. But if it's a regular Kenyan Sudar, there's no retraction. So therefore, we're not coming according to that, that's saying he's using two Kenyanim. Number one, he's using the Kenyan of Matanat Bari. Nafkamina, that what? If he makes it, since he's using the, the Kenyan Sudar item, so therefore it's, uh, there's, no, there's no refunds. Secondly, uh, Which means like this. What's the law of Shechimera? Shechimera not only can transfer um, assets from one place to another and say, I want to give this matana to so, but he's even able to transfer his debt. He's able to say, the debt that such and such a guy owes me, I want it to go to, to that guy. Now, in such a item, you cannot do that with a Kenyan Sudar. That's not done with a Kenyan Sudar. But you could do it with a matanat Shechimera. So therefore, the Hiddush of the Shechimera item is, so he's able to... To invoke even by a halva'ah. So the case of Tomah, the guy did it a halva'ah. If it was just a Kenyan Sudar, a halva'ah would not be transferred with a Kenyan Sudar. So therefore, the Shkimera is, and he even wants to, he's talking about a case where he wants to transfer a halva'ah. When the guy can come along and say before he dies, I want my money to go from, uh, instead of paying me back, pay that guy back. So that's how Rav understands it. He used both Kenyanim to whatever the ramifications are. Kenyan. Sudar the Gabewat, there's no retraction. Even if he if he if he, if he, if he stays alive, that's it, it's done. And the Shim is that he's able to do it even by a halva'ah that'll be able to uh, to do such a uh, Kenyan. Let's read the Rashi now. And she comes along and says like this I will conclude with this Rashi. There's no Kenyan on the Matanat Shekimera. His words enough are the Kenyan. His words as if it's written and sealed. We don't want the guy to go crazy. Now, which means, if you're not going to trust the guy... The guy wants the property to go over. Now he says, oh, sorry, you got to ride a, ride a, ride a Kenyan. How's he going to ride a Kenyan? He's on his deathbed. Yeah. However, the im katuv ba Kenyan, but let's say he says, not only did I give it over verbally, but I also wrote a Kenyan on this, on this transaction. Amar Rav, so what did Rav say? Arkebe atre rakshe. 
He's riding two horses. He wants two strengths. Like a, a, a similar uh, example uh, that she says. He took the power of Shechimera to his advantage, or to, or, to, or to his necessity, and he took the power of the Kenyan as well. That's she says. He which means a person cannot come along with a Kenyan and say, I want to transfer my uh, my debt. The guy that owes me the money, give it to somebody else. By a Bari, you cannot buy a Shkimera. You can. Because coins are not acquired. A debt is not acquired with a, with, with a handkerchief. You need a... Uh, with karka. So therefore... So therefore, according to Rav, at least, we understand what the guy's doing. He's invoking the koach of the shkibira, that he can even work by al-va'ot to, 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 to transfer the debt. And he's invoking also the uh, the deen of Matanat Bari, which is what? Which uh, does not allow him to retract in the event that he is going to uh, make it alive. The Gemara continues. Shmuel Amar lo yada'ana mai edun ba. Shmuel says, I don't know how to judge him. I don't know what to suspect in this case of where the guy has the star, where he's using his power of shechim but he's also using the power of the Kenyan. Maybe the guy's intention is not, maybe only to acquire the field to, his, to somebody else. He wants to use the star. And we don't have a star. A star doesn't work after death. Now let's read the Rashi to see how he explains it. Maybe the reason why he added a Kenyan to the star, which means he doesn't want to rely only on the star of the Shkiv Merah, which is considered already as if it's executed and given over. The Kenyan Kemari. He wants to rely on the star that from when he's alive and uh, to use a regular Kenyan. The Stam Kenyan Nechtiva Omed. And the Stam Kenyan is, uh, is written. The star Shkiv Merah Eno Kone Mehaim. Now there's a difference between a Shkiv Merah's star and a star of a Kenyan. The Shkiv Merah Kenyan doesn't work until after he dies. Mm-hmm. After he dies, the star is now considered as if it was given over and therefore the matana is executed. Which is, that's the pshat of the shechimerai. He wants the transaction to take place after he does. That's the hidush that the shechimerai kenyan can take place after death. Normally, when a person, let's say, wants to give over his property to his son, he writes a star, so that we explain really is given over mehayim. 
but on the star, the date of the star is when he's still alive. So therefore you could assume that he wanted the actual principle to go over to his children. The case of a Shekhinah, he doesn't want to give over anything when he's still alive. The, the way the mechanics of a Shekhinah Matana works, he wants everything to be transferred only Davka after he dies. Now, once he dies already, he cannot be makne anything. There's nothing, uh, he's not there to be makne. So therefore, the question is, like, if he wants to start to work, but he's using the Shkib Merah mentality, that he doesn't want it to happen until after it's dead, so therefore, we don't know what to judge in this case, because it's the Shkib Merah that he wants to happen after death. After the, what does he want to work after death? The Kenyan. The star, the star cannot work after that. Whatever Shmuel says, I, I don't know uh, how, how to judge this case. I don't know what the guy means. Maybe, maybe the guy means uh, that he wants the shkib merak kinyan, which happens after that. He wants to invoke his regular kinyan after that. You can't do that now. What's the point? But the miyadirav. But what did you learn from Rav over here in this statement? Batar umdina azil. You see, it does follow. What do we say? The guy's thinking. He follows that principle called umdina. That what right? That he said this in order to ride on two horses. Even though he didn't specifically say that, meaning Rav is going to take Mamon away from somebody and give it to somebody else based on this umdina, based on the way Rav interprets what this guy's thinking. Oh, if this is the case, we got to go back. Tanakama said that Tosefet Ketubah is given even after she gets divorced from an Arusa. Whereas Abil Azab and Azariah said Tosefet Ketubah is only given after the divorces from the Nisu'in. And he gave his lot because you could assume, you can make an umdina that the guy didn't commit to the Tosefet Ketubah until there's a consummation of the marriage. Now the Gibbara said that this is similarly a ma'lokit. The Tanakama and Abil Azab and Azariah is the same ma'lokit between Rav and the Binatan. So the Gemara assumed that it was Rabbi Natan that holds like Rabbi Al-Azam and Azariah. Because we see in another place Rabbi Natan subscribes to the concept of Umdina. Where did we see Rabbi Natan subscribe to Umdina? Where the case is a guy tells his Arishim and he tells his Edim, write a stuff for my wife. But he never said to give it. But Rabbi Natan says, you make an Umdina and you could assume that he meant to give it. Even though he didn't say to give it. So just like Rabbi Natan holds Umdina, he must hold like Rabbi Al-Azam and Azariah Because it says that one of the two rabbis holds like Rabbi Al-Azam and Azariah So we're trying to figure out which one So he said it must be Rabbi Natan Just like he holds of Umdana in a different case Must hold of the Umdana of Amishnah What's the Umdana of Amishnah? You could assume that the husband doesn't want to give the Tosefet until Nisuin So the Gibbara said what? And Rav doesn't hold of Umdana We see that clearly holds of Umdana Where do you see that holds of Umdana? In this case where a guy writes as a Shishkimera He has a star and he made a Kenyan as well So Rav says you assume that the guy wants to invoke two kohot. He doesn't want to weaken the, uh, his, his, his ability, he wants to strengthen it. Also, the Farab also holds Umdina, so the Gibbara says, You're right. Both Rab and Rabbi Natan, they use this principle of what? Invoking what the person is thinking, which means you, you, you read into the guy's uh, intent. Man de Amar Shapir. The opinion that says what? That the Halakha. Uh, Follows the Bil Azab and Azariah. That what? 
that you don't get the Tosevet Ketuvah until the Nisuin Shapir. That already we make sense, because that's using the principle of Umdra, which means that we can understand. Man de Amar en Halakha. Oh, but the opinion that says, no, which is one of the two, Rav or the opinion that says, we don't go like Rabbi Azab Azah, which sounds like what? We're not going like Umdina. No. It's also working with umdina. Mishum ikrube datahu. Veha ikraba le data. She's like this. What's the whole reason why a person writes a Tosefet Ketubah? He writes a Tosefet Ketubah because he wants his wife to become close to him. And it's, it's a way to bring them uh, close to each other. A lady normally gets 200 in the Ketubah. All of a sudden now she's getting an extra you know, bonus. So what does that do? It causes them to come close. So therefore, if his whole intent in writing the Tosef is to bring them close, it worked. Which means they're engaged already. He accomplished his, uh, his purpose. Therefore, that's also an umdina, which is you're reading to the guy's mind. Why did he give the extra money for the Tosefit? In order to make ikrube data, which means they're close. So therefore, according to that opinion, you should give the Ketubah to sin even from the time of Irusin, which basically the Gemara is saying, everybody holds of Umdina. It's just, what's the Umdina over here? Is the Umdina that a guy won't commit to the Tosivit till marriage? Oh no, the purpose of the Tosivit is what? To get close. And they got close, which means they're engaged already, and therefore it accomplished. So therefore, really we don't know which one of the two rabbis said what? We just know Rav and Rabbi Natan, one of them said like Rabbi Azab and Azariah, because of the rule of Umdina, and one of them said like Tanakamah, because of the rule of Umdina, it's just that they both have a different Umdina, what the guy is thinking. Now the Gibran says, Yativ Rav Halinaka made Rabbi Yanai, the Ka'amar Halachat Rabbi Lazar bin Azariah. So Rav actually the Bach calls him Rav Halinaka that's the Harina, the teacher of Mikra. He used to teach uh, Mikra. So it says, Harina Kira sat in front of Rabbi Anai and he said, Allah Khafaz Rabbi Azam and Azariah. Amar le. So what did Rabbi Anai uh, tell him? Puk kare kir acha le bara. Jeez, go out and take your pisukim and read them outside. Which means. Didn't agree. He didn't agree with him. Exactly. We, we, we don't go like that. In halakha. We don't call like it continues. Amar but Avdimi Benu. Benu, I guess, is Benu is Rav. Okay. Top line. Benu is Rav. Amar Amar Shemuel. himself said. In halakha kirbi al azar bin azariya. Vin Nahman, the rabbis of Nardi'a in the name of Rawan Amri, Halakha Kirbi al Azar bin Azariya. So it's back and forth, who will follow this halakha? The Falgab Dilat Rav Nahman. Even though Rav Nahman literally lat is like he uh, he cursed the Amar and he said even though the put a curse and said, any judge that's going to rule like Rabbi Al-Azab bin Azariah and give the lady to seven ketubah only from the Nisu'in, 
should be cursed, such and such curse should come to him, even though he gave such a curse on the day We still follow Akhara Azad. That what? The money only comes to after the Nisuin. And bottom line, that what? The Umdan Da'at is Dafka after the Nisuin. That's what she collects. The Ketubah as well as the Tosefet Ketubah.